Welcome to Let's Get Brant Married, the podcast where Brant Tobler finds a wife or remains a swinging bachelor forever. Featuring your hosts, Andrew Slater and Brant Tobler. <laughs> Is that your Vegas? The Vegas call. Oh, that was a big intro. Uh, it's me, Brant. Welcome to the Let's Get Brant Married podcast, everybody. It's me, Andrew. <laughs> we did it. We survived. We survived a week in Vegas. It was hard. It was difficult. I, I'm not built for this anymore. <laughs> I don't know if I got soft. I gotta say, I don't think I am either. Honestly, I'm tired. Just long. We were here too long. Yeah, it's like a week in Vegas is like three years <laughs> in, in hell. <laughs> in Omaha. In torture. Actually, I like Omaha. But yeah. uh, a lot of Omaha listeners. Uh, no, uh, Well, not that w- Omaha is bad. I'm just saying that a little bit goes a long way here, and we're true. exhausted. But we're here. We're here, coming live from my hotel room, which we might be interrupted during... Oh, we might have a live interview well, with the maid. The maid just came to try to kick me out, but I was like, one more day. One <laughs> more day. And she's like, Did you get her to chant? No, she's Chanting's like, infectious. <laughs> she's like, On my paper, says you're supposed to leave. I was like, oh, I'm dealing with that right now. Paper? Yeah, because I called the owner of the club because I need to stay one more day because I don't fly out till tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Late. <laughs> so I need one day and a half. Like, uh,. I fly out at like 9.30 tomorrow night. Oh, but really? this is what I always do. You know, people, here's some advice. We give a lot of relationship advice on here. Here's hotel advice. Just check out whatever you want. You <laughs> could push it. Basically, the the, the the fundamentals of all the advice you're going to get from Brant yeah. is just do it the way that you would like to do, do it. it that's most convenient for you. Because I'll tell you this. I pushed it. You know, sometimes they say checkout's 11, which is ridiculous. Right. It should always be noon, but I... I never abide to it, and they never do anything. I just right. I usually stay till about three. Well, it's like the thing. It's like we were talking about this last night, but it's like power of positioning. Yeah, because you ha- you hold a lot of the cards when you're physically in a place. It's yeah. like when you're leaving a parking garage. If you ever dis- have a dispute, there's people behind you. They got to get you out of there. There's only one way out. That's so true. you you can bottleneck it. Is the longer you argue, the more they're like, just forget it, just go. I have seen parking car garages do that, where they make like three cars back out, so that first one could back up. And I'm like, no way. Right. Yeah, I know. But yeah, I stay. You know, if you want to, you can call. What I do, no matter where I'm at, is like, hey, uh, my flight got delayed, so can I just get a late checkout? I'm be maybe like one thirty, and they're usually like, oh, okay, whatever. And then I just say. Then at like one third one forty five they'll call. Like, are you leaving? It's like, Oh yeah, I'm leaving pretty soon. <laughs> and then I just leave at like three or four. One time we were in San Diego and we wanted it was just like this and I was like, hey, we want to extend our room and they're like, Oh, we can't. We don't have any more rooms and we were like, What are we gonna do? And then we just went and had our day and left our stuff in the room and then they just did it. Because I think you they gotta worry about like lawyer wise like if they come in and just take my stuff and then i'd say hey half my stuff's missing yeah squatters rights yeah so declare squatters rights. so 
I'm uh, let's get into it. We don't have a lot of like relationship news, really, because it's just been the two of us all week. Yeah, we missed our girls. It's a long. This is the first time being away from my girlfriend. Yeah, how was that? Yeah, it's not that fun. You guys FaceTime, I noticed. Yeah, we FaceTime. Actually, caught a little, a little FaceTime sesh. It's uh, you know, it's weird because we're still in the newness of the relationship. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting laid a lot. So this was a hell of a drought <laughs> right here. <laughs> okay. You know, so it was. I'm very. I land, like I said, I land tomorrow at like 12.30 at night. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'll just be in your bed waiting for you. I was like, perfect. Because we move pretty fast. I gave her a key pretty quickly. Wow, it is moving <laughs> but fast. But it's convenient. So Because, you know, we have different schedules. So I like it when she's just already there waiting. So yeah. I'm looking forward to that. But we bought our girls stuff. That was good. I think we did yeah, good on that. I got. We got both got presents. <laughs> I we got our girlfriend's presents. Not sure how excited. I think she'll be excited. At least I know. Will. I, I know, know my girlfriend will. And I happen to notice your new present. This incredible gold watch you're wearing. Right. Look at that. It's like I won here. If people are gonna <laughs> think I won big in Vegas after the show, I didn't know what to do. It. It actually hurts. It's so heavy. It is and heavy. Like, my left arm's gonna be gigantic <laughs> after the show. Uh, this you know people are always nice. So after this one of the shows, this guy was standing there and he was buying a book, and you know you just make small talk. And I was like, dude, I like your watch because it's this big gaudy gold it's watch. Dis- I mean, it's disgusting. Probably it's weighs like twelve pounds. Yeah, it's pure lead. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I like your watch. And he just takes it off and he hands it to me, and I knew it was either like a twelve thousand dollar watch or a twelve dollar watch when I was looking at it. And I got my answer pretty fast when he took it off and handed it to me. <laughs> and he's like, you could have it. And I was like, oh, no, nah, man, I don't. It's all you. And then It's so cheap. I mean, it's like it's metal, so it's heavy, but it's so cheap. Like the it doesn't even work as a wa- I don't even think the hands. Really? I was trying to wind it or maybe it needs a battery, but it doesn't even like tick. Oh, it doesn't. Which it just, is funny because I, I would never look at it. I've been so I haven't worn a watch. Yeah. In Ten years so trained to not even look at a watch that I wouldn't care if it told time or not. But Well, yeah, I used to tell that story working with Jeff. Jeff would wear this huge gaudy watch, and then he would run the light on stage every night. <laughs> and then the comedy club would come to me and be like, hey, why does your boy have the biggest watch I've ever seen, but he can't tell time? And I'm like, hey, man, when he gets off stage, go look at that watch. It'll say it's 11.15 in the afternoon or something. That shit doesn't work. <laughs> Just a big whole watch. But you look like a you look like a investment banker with this watch. Yeah. And your new shirt. And my new shirt. My new underwear. I had to buy underwear. Yeah, we were on an underwear hunt. That's. I mean, we I both I was messed that totally up. Totally unprepared. I wore. I only had like four shirts, I think, because I, you know, I don't. I don't iron anything, so I just throw my shit in the dryer to de-wrinkle my shirts. Mm-hmm. So I packed early, and then I threw like nine shirts in the dryer to take on this trip. With my swimming trunks, and then I forgot <laughs> that they're in the dryer, so I got here. I was like, "Oh crap! I don't have a lot of shirts." So we had a good week. We uh, we did the retirement show. Oh yeah, so we did the retirement show, which was pretty crazy. I got Andrew into a mess on this one, guys. It wasn't even like retirement <laughs> home. It was like nursing home. I mean, yeah. it was like a facility, medical facility. <laughs> so we get there. It's in the middle of nowhere. We walk in this back room. There's maybe, what, 15 people? Like locked doors, too. It's like one of those places where people can't just come yeah. and go. Cause, yeah, because yeah, I think it's a crazy place. But we walk in. There's 15 people sitting around the room. 
everybody pointing in different directions. Like half the people at their back right. to us. No stage, no microphone. No. You could. It's one of those shows where, just wherever I want to stand, that's yeah. where the show's gonna be because they'll just look at you supposedly. But there's no area for there to be a show. No. So it was like being. It really was like being substitute teachers in like a class full of the misfits. It was like someone brought us to school, like a bring your parents to work day. <laughs> like it was like we were there to just. Te- like we were somebody's grandkids to tell them what it is like a comedian does yeah so we were supposed to do a half hour so we get there it's awkward in the beginning so i'm like all right let me start this i go up and i try like two jokes get no response <laughs> they look at me like so confused they have no idea what i'm talking about like a pussy i jump ship i bring andrew up <laughs> which i felt bad about i was like oh well because I, I didn't even, I don't even have a lot of clean jokes anyway. And right. then I started with a few, and like the old tried and true, the stuff that works on stage got no response in there. Right. So then, like an awful friend, I bring you right up, and I didn't even <laughs> try. I just, I just started talking, and then I was like, well, just like the longer I talk, <laughs> like I'll just start talking to him, and then we just it became like a question and answer yeah. session, and like. They were a little livelier than I thought they were going to be, though. Yeah, some of them. When we came in, they looked like they could die any second. There was Just the guy. eyes closed yeah. in wheelchairs. Yeah. <laughs> Not your audience you're looking for. She started handing out glasses of lemonade. Oh, One lemonade. of the ladies who worked there, she called them margaritas. That's when we broke them, when we pretended like these old people were drinking, and they liked that. Yeah. And then we did crowd work for like an hour. So One lady had five kids, <laughs> or no, five husbands. And they're all dead. She acted like she killed all her husbands. Yeah. Everybody had like five husbands in there. Yeah, they had a lot of stories. One one dude had thirteen kids. This guy, he just looked exhausted. He was in this wheelchair, like a drivable one. Big <laughs> black dude. His eyes closed yeah. the whole time. I was like, This dude has had the life if you had thirteen kids. Yeah. They were crazy. And then there was one crazy old lady. So then one lady, there's a black lady with no teeth that's like a great singer, they said said she used to sing with Elvis. Right. She's like, my my son is Floyd Mayweather's bodyguard. Bodyguard. (laughs) And then Andrew, oh, that was the funniest part. So my friend Barry is the one that invited us, but then his boss was like a black lady in like her 40, maybe mid-40s. And anytime we'd say anything, she would just go, oh, Lord, you can get us in trouble in here. T-R-O-U-B-L-E. We all going to get in trouble. And we weren't even saying anything provocative at all. We'd be like, no, any hint of any. So, so oh, my. You can't. Because at one point, some lady said she was from Iowa. Oh, yeah. Brand goes, what does Iowa stand for? Idiots out wandering around. She's like, oh, my God. Did you make that up? (laughs) She was so Good Lord. She just kept going, good Lord, you guys are bad. We we weren't saying anything remotely bad. It was like we weren't cursing her. But I just love she was so obsessed with the idea if you made it up Uh, or not. That blew her mind. So then she was kind of yelling at us. And then Andrew took that to a whole other level. And then... The lady's like, my grand, my son works for Floyd. And then Andrew's like, let's rob Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> and then the lady's, oh, Lord. And then, then this crazy lady, that this poor lady that I shouldn't she, say crazy. She, she probably she suffers from dementia. dementia. Yes. And then she goes, my son is Rocky Stallone. <laughs> and Andrew's like, well, let's rob him, too. <laughs> but then uh, that was that's so you don't know someone 
because she presented really well. She yeah, was yeah. like, <laughs> you just assumed what she was saying was true. So the Stallone thing could have been true. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> and then the, but then she said, I was on, because someone said, well, uh, what oh, was no, that? the black lady goes, I used to sing with Elvis. Oh, that's right. So then this lady she was had just to, like, a, a one-upper. So she said, <laughs> I was on the Titanic. <laughs> and I was like, what? first, you know, you're like, whoa. And then you start doing the math. You're like, you weren't on the Titanic. <laughs> it's impossible. But then then I was going to start joking about that. And then she's like, oh, I was. And then, like, no one really heard it. But kind of quietly, she was like, and I escaped from Auschwitz. And I was like, <laughs> okay, the, this la- I should not joke about this lady's claims here. <laughs> I don't think she's. She was like, oh, you're not buying this Titanic one? Watch this. <laughs> right. Hold my beer. So then, and she was nice. And then at one point she asked, she just goes to me, she goes, do you want a bunny? Right. I said, yeah. You know, I didn't know. She's like, I'll, what color bunny do you want? I was like, I don't know, what gray or whatever. And she, so then she's like, I'll go get you a bunny. Well, that was the bad part too, because we were bombing at the beginning, and people have to walk out of the room. Like when you and walk, they just the walk crowd, right in front of you, and they'd walk right in front of us in walkers or slow, slowly yeah. roll by no us. No hustle in, at all. In <laughs> they wouldn't even put in the wheelchairs in high gear. They just like just slowly roll by you. Not even make eye contact. Just head down, disgusted. Like there's nothing going on here, but I still don't want to watch this. <laughs> So then this lady went to get me bunnies, and about 10 minutes later, she comes back with a Coke can full of weeds, like uh, flowers in a vase, and then hands me three rolled up pairs of socks and says they're bunnies, and then (laughs) gives me three pairs of reused socks and a Coke can full of weeds. And it was very sweet of her. Yes. And all her friends in there were just like, this lady's ridiculous. Good Lord. Good Lord. You gave away your socks. <laughs> Those aren't bunnies. <laughs> Those are, yeah. And they, people are, they're kind of mean to each other. So but some people are like, Those aren't bunnies. Like, don't take that lady's socks. Those aren't bunnies. I was like, I get it. I'm, so we survived it, though. Yeah. We thought it would give us good gambling <laughs> karma. Yeah. That was, uh, was not But the I case. think the gambling gods know, like, oh. Because I, I think this town's built on that. They know what that we were doing it to try it. We should have yes. done it without thinking about getting the karma. That's true. Well, that was just me trying to convince you into doing it. Andrew, you got to do this because it'll help us win bets. <laughs> so then, um, so we did it. But I think this town is built on that because if you're a homeless person here, my sign would be like, you'll win gambling if you give me a dollar. Right. And I think it would actually work. Yeah, that's a good idea. But so we did that. What else? We saw the white rapper the first night. But we already talked about that. Yeah, you know what? I I you went so one night. I think it was like Friday night. Uh-huh. I was like I I was going to bed pretty early. It was not well, crazy. At Thursday first. night we went to bed by ten o'clock. It was insane. <laughs> it was so sad. But then so Friday night I was like this is ridiculous. Okay, I got a good night's sleep. This is the night I'm gonna go out party, party. a little bit. Vegas style. Vegas, Andrew. <laughs> so after the show, we were drinking good. I forget what we we walked we were around. Just, we were drinking yeah. up. Oh wait, were we drinking up at the bar that night? No, that was the. Saturday. Oh, that was Saturday. Yeah. That was our Vegas night. But go ahead, you so Friday. Friday night. It's like two in the morning, so I made it to two. I'm like feeling good. Yeah. You know, it's like all right, I'm out. This is like we're gonna go party, and then Brant's gonna go play poker, right? Yeah. So Which is he always texts fun. Me, I lost track of him for a second. He texts me, and I. 
okay, I'll meet you at the poker room. And I just wanted to sit next to you and experience, because I don't really play poker, but I was like, this is pretty cool, sitting down at the poker table. Yeah, and, and I usually put on a there. show. Yeah, I thought you'd get mad at somebody or oh, slow roll something. Yeah. Or, yeah. And I started falling asleep <laughs> at the poker table. And I can, you know when you can feel yourself oh, when nodding hit, off, yeah. but you're like tr- trying so hard to stay awake but you just can't fight it yeah. and finally just brant hit me on the elbow it was like did you gotta go to bed man <laughs> <laughs> you can't fall asleep here and so i had i got sent to my room it's yeah, like i was so, past hey, my bedtime son, and you- i had to do this sad walk around <laughs> the poker table and all these people were like who was that guy just some weirdo <laughs> slept at the table didn't play a hand and then got sent home well by that time i was wired too because i was drinking red bull and vodkas yeah, so I sat down at like three. I me. drank Red Bull vodkas till like nine in the morning, like an idiot. I came up here, tried. I was like, I'm so tired, but then I couldn't really go to sleep. And then my teeth hurt. I had too yeah. much Red Bull vodka. What is that? Like the sugar or just like I think the energy? It was just the sugar. I don't know what it was. Radiation. Was, they just kept bringing them to me, and uh, you know it's that awful feeling. I'm sitting there playing poker, and they had, there's no windows, but I could see. Like to my right, like a hundred yards away, you could see the doors, and I was like, I'd look, and I'm like, oh god, it's like getting to be daylight. <laughs> then I was like, it is full daylight. <laughs> then people are walking out, like checking out of their hotels, and I'm still sitting there drinking Red Bull vodka because it's like I gotta go to bed. So then we, I struggled through Saturday, but Saturday was our big Vegas night. The show was packed. The show was really fun, which was awesome. My boy Justin's parents showed up out of nowhere. They were supposed to go to a concert, and it was the wrong night. So they came over to the show. And there was a bunch of Wyoming people at the show that were, you know, it was great because they came, brought me gifts, brought me a, a big bottle of Hustler vodka I got to try to ship home. But anyway, everything's good. Then after we go up with Justin and his little brother and his parents, we go up to the Top of the World restaurant at the top. Which is really nice. You know, it's nice. I always... You never, I never done all the times. So I've probably worked here now like four times. Yeah, I've never actually been up there. It's actually really nice. It's up really there. cool. So it's the restaurant at the top of the stratosphere that rotates. So yeah. if you sit one, you, you rotate in a circle while you eat. So we went up there, and and Justin's parents are great. They've been like extra parents to me. You know, I'm really close with them. Justin's been my best friend for shit twenty years now. So we sit up there. Then his dad's a very successful lawyer, and he was telling us these great stories. Everybody's having fun. We're drinking, ordering great food. It kicks in about halfway that, oh, yeah, Justin's dad's a rich lawyer. He's going to definitely pick up this tab. It's Vegas. That's what you do. So then we really send it in. Andrew's like, yeah, you know, and it's like sometimes I didn't know Justin's parents at all. I just Uh met them. They were super nice. But sometimes you just, my spider sense starts tingling (laughs) when... When there's th- my my cheap guy sense just go oh this feel this guy feels like a tab getter he oh, feels like <laughs> tab picker upper so I was yeah. like you know what Brand orders like a Coors Light or something like I'll have a Manhattan <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think it was at the point when he's like yeah you know you could buy like a a Honda Civic but then when you walk out in the morning you don't really want to go to work he's like that's why I drive an Ashton Martin he's like when I walk out to my garage. I feel like I'm ready. And I was like, yeah, oh, that makes sense. Another Manhattan, please. <laughs> <That's order. laughs> but no, he's just, appetizers. You guys serve food up here. And that is just the whole Vegas mentality, man, that it's, uh, there is uh, people here spend money, you know, like 
I have friends everywhere that do it, but anyway, so we knew that we were on the hookup, so I don't think it was that big a tab, maybe like two fifty. Yeah. But then he but he lectured us about always tipping in cash. So then but he now he is drunk, he's gotta go home. And then so Andrew's in fired up mode, not sleep. We're like, let's hit the streets. Yeah. We go to Dino's, this little dive bar down the street that's famous for his karaoke. We go in, it's too packed. They're singing karaoke though. It was fun. I forget what song they were singing. Like Blink One Eighty Two, maybe. Yeah, all, it was. The, small all the small things. Yeah. So the whole bar's singing. It's so packed though. It's still weird because you could smoke in bars. That's the here. only thing I just still so, can't take. Yeah, it was just so much smoke. So we're like, well, let's get out of here. And the great part is you could just take your beers, walk down the street. So we just walked down the street. That feeling is so still foreign. Yeah. To, in like a glass. To walk bottle. by the yeah, bouncer. Yeah, yeah. And you just walk by and. Out on the street. First of all, you don't have to be the bottle. It could just be a regular pint glass. Yeah. You could just walk, and your whole life you're trained to be like, wait for him to go, hey, sir, can't. Uh. So we walk down the street, and there's just a street full of like little dive bars. We go to this dive bar. We order a couple drinks. There's maybe 12 people in this bar. Justin turns the door, the front door opens. In walks this girl and a dude and this monster big dude. Justin makes a joke. He goes, that's pink. We're like, no way. Holy shit, it's pink. It was and pink. It was pink, and her boyfriend and her husband, Carrie Hart, and their bodyguard just walk into this dead. She had just done a show at the T-Mobile Arena, like 18,000 people. This is probably an hour after her show ends, and she's just downtown Vegas in some little dive bar, <laughs> walks in. And I was like, holy, I love Pink. I think she's awesome. Yeah. And I was like, I want to get a picture with Pink because I was drunk by then. And then, so they 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 come in the bar and hang out for a second. Then they go next door to another bar. So I'm like, let's go over there. You know, let's get to talk to Pink would be cool. And no one's really around. So we go across the street. There's like 35 people maybe in this bar still dead. And then I was like, where is she? And then she was on the dance floor like dancing with her husband, just those two. And I was like, ah, I'm not gonna bother. And the <laughs> excuse big, me. And the big bodyguard was looking <laughs> yeah. at us. I didn't want to just lurk. And we were all pretty drunk by then. Now it's like one in the morning. Right. But I was probably two in the morning then. So then we just walked home through the streets. But it was still cool, to crazy to see like an A-list celebrity just walk in a shitty bar. That that part of down. It's not even downtown Vegas. Like yeah, when people think of Vegas, they probably think there's like downtown on the strip. Yeah. But it's like this little part in between that's like a it's real like hipster, hipster yeah. cool guy area that you would never know about. Yeah, where Andrew was gonna get a haircut, but it was forty five bucks. I He's know like, it's real nah, cool guy. I'm good. <laughs> even though our manager both bought us haircuts, hundred dollar haircuts when we were on TV, and it works. I will say it was <laughs> worth the money, man. It was the best what haircut. Is, that's a good question, though. What is the point of diminishing returns on haircuts like because i'm sure if you wanted to you could find a place to do like a 200 dollars haircut or yeah. a 500 dollars haircut right but at what point you can only cut hair so good at, at some point yeah well i don't know why that guy that cut ours is so much better than everybody that, else. that's a, that's what i can't, but he really was yeah, it's hard to wrap your head around but i know I women, guess it's like comedy women pay a ton for haircuts yeah my friend hillary's like a well, she worked at like the biggest salon, one of the big salons in New York, and then she opened up her own salon. But I think she gets like, I mean, it's hard in New York City, but I think guy cuts are like two hundred bucks, maybe. But girl cuts are like yeah. five hundred. <clears throat> but if you look good, you feel good. You know, that's why you have that huge gold watch on your. Hand. I know, and I'm feeling good right now. Oh shit, it's already falling apart. This thing came <laughs> it's never gonna make it through TSA. What does that do? I know. 
They can't. This so, thing's a weapon, man. The highlight of our week, we ate good is the one thing, right? Yeah. We had some big dinners. We ate, well, we had, our first big meal was the sushi. We ate oh, the Oh, that sushi. place was incredible. Oh. So your friend is like a Todd Smith came expert. through. He's a food, a food connoisseur. It was like being on one of those travel shows. It's like being on uh, Anthony Bourdain or something. Yeah. Because it, it's like, I love it when people who really know about food and know, so it's like a kind of a hole in the wall sushi place. Yeah, in Chinatown. You'd and never then he just starts ordering. It. Like, well, it's just picking all these things I, that you would never think to order off the menu. You're right. When you go with something like that, because we get there and Andrew's like, oh, look, see what I want. And I go, I just let him order. Because first of all, the menu's in like Japanese or Chinese or something. I don't even yeah. know. Japanese, probably. Japanese, probably. <laughs> sushi, yeah. And then he just starts ordering all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And it was good. And they would cut the fish right. We watched them like. Oh, oh yeah. That was the best part. Do this to These make the sashimi. Tunas. Ugh. And first of all, I feel stupid sometimes. But when I think of tuna, for some reason, I was thinking like small fish yeah yeah because they come in the little cans yeah yeah you know? but you see these big ass oh. tuna you know huge and he's just got this monster knife and just splitting yeah. it right down the side and it's so like pristine and just the technical so we ate sushi we went yesterday was buffet we had the mimosa buffet and i just ate 700 crab legs and drink mimosa Dude, your crab leg consumption was oh, that's all i was scary. craving well, it's crazy because they, they don't – we should have went to Bellagio or one of the higher-end ones where they have the king crab legs, but they're already pre-cut, and you're just eating crab meat. Because I went through like 700-piece crab legs yesterday. No, I like that you never have to get fight for any, it. Oh, I hate that. You were like, a, you were like on Castaway because you got this big beard <laughs> and you like – pieces of because he's going so oh. fast you know so it's it's hard i the barrier to entry for me on crab legs it's too much i i like crab but i'm just not gonna oh. fucking sit there and peel had, away every little thing and i, I remember sh- we used to do these crab cook at like uh my parents friends lived on woodby island oh yeah, yeah and they would go crabbing get actually yeah. their own crab and then they would do these big crab feed things yeah and i would you know break it open eat it as fat but my dad would have the patience he's oh. meticulous and so he would just build himself a pile of crab meat you know <laughs> and i you, you would just want to steal it so oh, it bad did. that's i'd tell you the story but so my cousin kato who's like crazy gangster dude i love him but he's a psycho he's a crazy person you know him yeah we used to get the hookup my boy matt vines worked at the red lobster so we'd go in there and all you could eat and just what you're talking about kato would cut would break them open (laughs) and build this pile and there'd be that like that long juicy one like the Uh. one that he would save for the end but he's such like a gangster and such a has beef with everybody so he'd make this pile and then I'd always go, oh, shit, there's that dude you don't like. And he can't stop himself from turning around to see who he needs to be tough guy to. And then I'd snatch his crab. <laughs> oh, and he that's get, horrible. But you know what he did? Because he's like, a, you know, he's been to prison and shit. So he, you know, when you, you know, like the the end of the claws that have the point, mm-hmm. he would, then he start taking those claw points and then he'd just shank me with them. <laughs> And like you know, they would slice up my arms and shit. So he then he would find like the biggest like claw at the end that would be like a point, like a knife. And then when I'd reach for his crab, he'd or even if I got his crab and ate yeah. a big bite, he would just. So then my arms were just all cut up like I was like a cutter. You deserved it. Well, I, st- I learned. I learned you my learned lesson. lesson. You don't. Yeah. I don't want crab more than a scar. Trust me. I, all you have to do is meet Kato for 
five minutes, oh. and you're not going to steal his pile. Yeah, of yeah no, well, at least I wouldn't. I'm you sorry. you would do it because you're well. I'm you know, just because you can't but, kill me. Yeah, but I would love to get those chunks, man. My brother does the same thing. They love to make their little pile. Well, like my brother when we were kids, he, he's one of them dudes. He'd have to eat everything on his plate different, like all at once. Oh, my he mom's did. like that. Oh, she really? can't. She's got to finish one thing, yeah. the next thing, and then the next thing. That's so weird. Yeah. Organization. Yeah, but yeah we ate good at the buffet. and so We had steak dinners last night. Went to Outback. We got hooked up Outback. at Outback yeah, a little bit. we got bit. the hookup, which was good. We ate, but we had to eat good because we were eating McDonald's. There's not a lot to eat here in the stratosphere, so we kept eating. Well, and then late at night. Late night McFlurries and French oh, fries. It's just a disaster. <laughs> this I Vegas never is go hard. To McDonald's again. <laughs> we both, I want to go home so bad. Well, today I'm going to try to sneak into this hockey game, which is going to be hard because it's game this one. This town's hockey crazy. It's I, crazy. Everywhere you go, it's Vegas nights. That was that was the thing, and I made the dumb joke last night, but the H word. In Vegas used to be hookers, and now it's just all hockey. Everywhere you go, everyone's wearing hockey. We didn't even see that many hookers. It's Hockey Town, USA. I have a new theory now. What's that? Because every year it's like the – I don't follow hockey that good. Mm -hmm. But every year the Stanley Cup is in – seems like the winner is like from Florida or like – Somewhere nice. Carolina or Texas teams are winning it, right? Where where there's no ice. I think – now Vegas, the second it's like the desert, the actual <laughs> desert, and they're going to the Stanley Cup their first year. I think the farther you get away from ice, the better. <laughs> from like Canada, if, you, if I had a yeah, from Canada, if if I had an expansion team, I would like go to the equator. I would go to like, like uh, <laughs> I don't know the hottest place you can go. <laughs> well, that doesn't make me laugh because that reminds me of something that happened. Guadalajara. <laughs> We're, me and Andrew were trying to get our Fitbit steps because we were eating so shitty and drinking a lot. We're like, we got to walk. And it is the desert here. And we're walking through the desert. And somehow Andrew steps in a puddle oh. and just <laughs> gets his shoe. No, no, no. mud puddle. Just gigantic and mud puddle. It doesn't his, make any sense. It was like quicksand. His shoe is like ruined. And then all of a sudden he just, he's like behind me. I don't even know if he's talking to me. He's like, how in the hell did I step in a puddle in the middle of the <laughs> desert? <laughs> I just started laughing. Well, no. It's, and we were jaywalking, which <laughs> I have the worst. Like, we talked about that before, I guess. Oh, yeah. Got that you got a jaywalking ticket. And I make him jaywalk the whole time. Just go. It's just bad for me. I just well, can't jaywalk. You got to do it, man. We can't be standing around because your, your other complaint was it was too hot. You forgot a hat. I know. So I was trying to help you not be in the sun. My face got burned all week. Ah. Uh, it, it, we were lucky it didn't get that hot here like it usually does. It was only like 95, 96 is probably the height of what we got. Yeah. But in like two weeks, in June, it'll be like 112. And you don't leave your room. Man. So. It was a good week. Yeah. You know. It was good. I'm excited to go home. I'm sure. Well, you got the big day. The we got a big meet. day. The mom's meeting. They're meeting right now without you, right? Well, yeah. They're going to go to like. I don't know. Heidi's got rehearsal. So my mom's just chilling at the hotel pool. And then, oh, she had another complaint. I just talked to her. Uh oh. She was going to weigh in on another controversy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. But what what would you guess? Like, do you remember what we talked I don't about last week? We talked oh, about. Okay. So it was uh, if you go to prison. Oh, wait for your spouse. You can't. You can't be fooling around on your spouse. She's. I guess she's loyal. She's just gonna write it out. She forever. said whether it would have to be like murder or like child molestation, yeah. and then she'd get a divorce. But you'd get a divorce immediately, right? 
So but your mom would just, if your dad did something at the bank he works at, you and write it out. Just ride it twenty years. And never he might be doing some of that bank. Well, I don't let's know. Hope so. <laughs> <laughs> let's hope so. He's, if he buys a house in Italy next to George Clooney, we'll know. We'll know. Well, I'm surprised, Karen. If you're listening, like, never have sex again. I mean, twenty years of no sex would be. She's you know she's gonna have principles. a beef. She's gonna have a beef with this, but that makes me think your mom hates sex. <laughs> She's, I'm gonna have Karen, you can defend yourself. Well, I guess you don't want to have that conversation I don't on the have podcast. this conversation at all. <laughs> what if you're... <laughs> well, okay. Well, hopefully no one we know goes to prison. Well, that would be ideal. Like I said. I was trying time. to be nice in it. Like, hey. Well, I know. Needs. You were trying to be... Because you were doing it the other way, like out of generosity. Yeah. My girlfriend said something the other day. I probably shouldn't share this, but she doesn't listen to anything I do in life or read my books <laughs> or anything. But, uh, she said that she won't use a vibrator because it'll make sex not as fun. Huh. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense because vibrators never quit and they do what you want and they, she's, they she's don't like cramp afraid. up and they, right. I don't know, like, I guess it, it was like, I guess it would be like having a, I'm trying to think of an analogy, having a, a a driver a car with no driver and it just goes all the time and well it's like having yeah like going back yeah. it's like flying first class but then going back to coach because you really love the person in coach yeah and yeah that's a better analogy but i was like oh that's very sweet of you but yeah. I don't, that was before i went away for eight days so yeah i don't know who knows i watched a lot of porn <laughs> <laughs> These walls are thin. <laughs> My neighbors in these hotels probably think I had an incredible week, <laughs> but it's not. No, they know. They, they know because it cuts out halfway. Like, oh, did someone <laughs> die over there? Or did he just <laughs> – there's the Wi-Fi not so good. <laughs> I remember last time we remember last time we were staying here and our manager was with us and the next-door neighbor was having sex so loud. Do you remember that? Oh, vaguely. And Ryan was like listening by the door. <laughs> a weirdo. Sometimes, you know, when I'm on the road and I'm walking down the hallway uh, in a hotel, you can hear, you know. When th- walls are thinner in Vegas, I think. Yeah. I, you, it's, you hear, or people are just louder, but. Well, yeah, I guess there's no rules. But that's a weird, it's a weird thing to have to think about. Because so, I like, I need noise and sex, so I like my girls to be loud mm-hmm. but then sometimes like i don't know if i want people to hear it but then sometimes i do want them to hear it that's a weird thing i'm trying to think i don't you want to know an awful vegas story one time i like to have sex where you could get caught but not really get caught or you know like a little adventure oh to the it. danger of doing yeah. it and i was having sex with this girl on the balcony at the imperial palace and then Bally's or Harris, whatever was right next door. They had windows, but they were tinted windows, so you don't know if people are watching, but you assume people, you know, could see. So it was like wait, the, tinted, so they could see. So in? no, it was a reflection, like a mirror. Oh, okay. So I couldn't see if people were watching me have sex with this girl on the balcony, and this is a long time ago, before like phones. And then I had sex with this girl on the balcony. And well, not before phones. Not before, before like phones, cell but phones, before cell phones. cameras. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> and then, how old are you? <laughs> I'm old. <yeah. laughs> and then, um, 
but then I, uh, and we were like making out and we were both drunk and we were making out. And then we came in and when we went to sleep because she had to drive back to Wyoming the next day because she was a teacher. So we're going to make, they were going to make this like 12 hour drive, mm-hmm. get some rest. They had to go right back to school. We wake up in bed next to each other and I wake up before and I look and I put like hickeys all across her neck, which oh, I would, ne- no. she must've just been, maybe I was too drunk or she just has like very vulnerable skin but i was like oh no and this and it was like the worst feeling because she got out of bed and then she went like to go to the bathroom and then she saw it in the mirror and she was so mad at me she's oh. like Brent, i have a job and i was like i would never do that on purpose i felt like such a asshole and then the next time i saw her was never because she never talked to me ever again Las <laughs> <laughs> vegas but a hickey man i haven't had a hickey in forever I used it's to have horrible. Been, it's it's horrible. I used to it have. feel so like uh I don't know the last time I had one or given one, but it, it feels yeah. so like juvenile for some reason. It's I had a it's so I've, had, I've had a couple girls that like to bite and I kinda get into it when we're having sex. You know sex. What? I gave Heidi a hickey one time and she was pretty mad. Did she get it, mad? We're on your on her neck? Or visible? Yeah, no, no, no. On her neck. She like covered it up. I guess it doesn't matter if you put it anywhere else, but why well, used to have I've had hooked up with a couple of girls that like to bite and I, I kind of get into it when I'm like doing it and then it'll leave a mark but then in like three or four so it's like a bruise kind of like a hickey but then in like three or four days it turns like yellow yeah, and it yeah. just looks like shit looks like you're a, have leprosy <laughs> <laughs> well the girl I dated here she would she loved it when I'd suck on her nipples and I couldn't do it hard, as hard as I could she'd say harder and then they would scab up. Then we'd have oh. to give them a break for like four days. They'd heal, and then she'd do it. She just liked it. I was like, you're crazy. I couldn't do that. I don't know. Sometimes girls play with my nipples. I'm like, let's not, let's not do that. It does nothing for me. <laughs> <laughs> Rub my feet. We were talking about my friend last night who was so insecure about his nipples. He had them shaved down. <laughs> yeah, which I didn't even know that was a procedure. No one did. Why would you do that? How do they look? How do they round them off? No, I think he must have had like the big like poke up nipple, like a like a end of a a ra- pencil eraser, you know. Uh huh. So he must have just. Oh, so but if you cut it, it's it just looks like the end of a regular. Do they I don't they know. look regular now? I have no idea. Get him to send us a picture. He won't. He's he doesn't know anybody. He knows the story. He made that mistake of tell. That's like one of those stories. Hey, I'm gonna tell one dude in confidence, but you, and then the dudes through, are like, yeah. "Dude, I gotta tell this story." If you tell one person that you got your nipples cut in yeah. half, you've told everybody. You know. <laughs> yeah. In fact, you've told a lot of people you don't know. Yeah, already right, great here. And now it's on a podcast. <laughs> he uh, he's so funny too because he's like an older dude trying to be super young. And, like, he's, like, 50, and he's, like, one of those dudes trying to bang, like, 25-year-olds. So he's, like, trying to be on Twitter and stuff. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't know how to work. So, of course, he thought he was sending this nude picture to <sighs> a girl, and it was on his timeline. But he didn't know it was his timeline, so it was on there forever. We would go check back and be like, oh, yep, it's, it's still on there. It is so funny when old people try to use technology, <laughs> and then you you see just the the sad desperate yeah. things that probably everybody does but they just they just expose like um there's this actor from breaking bad uh the guy the cop the comedian the one? No, oh, no, no the famous the one that the the hank the bald oh, yeah, yeah the bald white dude yeah i think it was hank and he's on a show now uh-huh. but he just 
tweeted out sex gifts. That's just all it said. Oh, so and like he, he thought searched. Twitter was Google. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and he just said, go get it. Go get me some of those, Twitter, please. So and people funny. did, trust me. Oh, yeah, people, you can't. People, I'm sure people sent them. I know I messed up. I misspelled a word yesterday on Twitter, and now the, there's somebody's tweet. Somebody's Twitter is the grammar Nazi, and he just came and corrected me, and there's just nothing more than some random person correcting what my was tweets. your What was your mistake? I spelled like there wrong, of course. No. Oh, yeah. I'm doing better at it, but I used to not care. Good. Like remember that girl I, I think we talked about this at the beginning That first girlfriend I had When we started this podcast She would correct my fucking text And it would drive me crazy Oh on text? Yeah Yeah I'd write something to her And she'd be like You are babe And spell it right And I was like oh, Okay but whatever I'm fucking driving Like Don't I just well, make me so mad Like I don't I'm not getting graded I'm just texting you the sometimes I'll correct my own texts and I always feel like a dork. Like, well, see, I'll do that. I don't mind that when I'm like, when I realize it, I do the little asterisk and then say I the word. Asterisk, I, really, I just put the word right under it. Oh, I do the asterisk. <laughs> <laughs> it's very clear that way. It's very. Now you know. So what's up, man? What's so after this? I'm going, I'm going back. Home. I'm going to Disneyland tomorrow. I'm going to Disneyland. If anybody has any Disneyland tips, let me know. We got the double pass. Wait, are you guys spending the night there? Or you just drive no, up just and back? go down and back. They're open late, so that's like we talked about that before. But that's going to be a problem. Like what time we leave? I can yeah. already feel my mom. Well, they you can drink there now, right? Yeah, I think so. Well, at least in the California part of it. So, will you guys all drink or no? I don't know. Maybe, maybe in the evening. But yeah. I gotta drive home, so. I mean, plus it's probably like so expensive. If it's like ten dollars for a churro, what are they gonna charge for yeah, a beer? That's true. Yeah, so I go back just to regular life for a while. Go back, and then, uh, um, then my mom comes on Friday. Oh, that's but my right. girlfriend leaves on Saturday to a wedding, so I don't know when my mom will meet her. Probably not till next week. That I was supposed to do that wedding, but I don't know. There's rumors on the street that they had to reschedule it. So, but no Uh-oh. one's told me. Uh-oh. Because I gotta, I gotta shave my beard for this wedding, right? I should look cleaned up. Well, I don't think you have to shave it, but I would trim, trim it. it. Yeah. I didn't realize how. I would get some of the crab meat out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Man, that crab was so good. I mean, you looked like Tom Hanks. Just remember that part where he's he finally. He's trying to eat a crab, but yeah. then he didn't cook it, so it just comes out all gooey, but he eats it anyway. He's so hungry. That's what you look like. That's how I was. Yeah. I've, I've conceded in the past, like, screw it. We're just going to get after it, wipe my face off. So y'all go back, do that, do the wedding, and then I don't have I'll then go to New York City for this barstool audition. Hopefully we'll have big barstool news down the road, and that'll maybe I'll go see your brother when I'm in New York City. Yeah, go see Mark. Yeah. He texted me. He went to go see. He was like, um, you know, Hassan Minaj is doing a, he's a comedian. He's blown up now. But he he's doing this, sh- uh, like, for Comedy Central, he's just doing, like, a couple one-off sketch shows, I mm-hmm. think, or something. Oh, so they yeah. were taping something in New York. And my brother, Mark, texted me. He's like, hey, is, he's like, 
I'm going to go see the show. Is Fahim Anwar, this comedian that used to do giggles all the time? Is, he's like familiar. I was like, yeah, he was yeah. at he was at giggles all the time. And then now he's doing this show with Hassan. He's super funny. Comic. And he went to it? Your brother? Yeah. I haven't heard. I said, let me know how it goes. But of course, he didn't tell me. So. Does your brother have a girlfriend? I don't think so. But maybe. he. We don't. He never. The only way I'd ever find out is if, if we're, he came on the podcast and talked about if it. If I see him. If you see him, you'll get it out of him. Yeah. Well, just for a second there, I forgot I had a girlfriend because I was like, I'm going to go to New York and try to find some women with Mark because <laughs> New York women are beautiful. That's what I always like about New York because you see them all walking. Yeah. You know, I'd always no, be like a lot of beautiful people. And right now it'll be summer. There'll be so many hot girls just walking the streets. I mean, I'll be good, but I'll help Mark find a girl. <laughs> I was going to say I was worried about having to be good here. Not worried about it, but you know. But it's your first time having My a first time a having time. a girlfriend in Vegas. Right. It's been and, I, and there's a lot of girls here I used to like you know, whenever I come to town we just hook up. We were just like that was just kind of the deal. They'd come to a show. We'd have come up to the hotel room, hook up and then go back to our regular lives. It was just part of Vegas. You know, what happened to your state. But <laughs> this time uh I didn't do that, <laughs> which was good, I guess. I mean, it no, was good, but it was weird. It's really good. A whole week, I'm like, and some of the none. Of, I think some of these girls didn't know I had a girlfriend, so they were, thought I was just blowing them off. I guess I need to just make it Facebook official. That help. And then everybody will know. Have you talked about? No. That's that's a whole part of dating that I forgot about too. Is making things Facebook official it seems like the biggest step you can take. We haven't really even posted a picture. Like, oh well, that's a smaller step. I know, but not like we're trying not to. But right. Well, I, we took pictures at that Bronco thing, and I was like, "Oh, this will be a good on the red carpet. It'll be a good first picture." But then they never sent them to me. I guess we haven't taken a lot of pictures. I guess I should do that. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think it matters. Yeah, yeah. It's not like the old days when MySpace, <laughs> when you knew who everyone's girlfriend was, because that was yeah, their well, number one. But it's funny the idea of like stressing out about the first picture you post together like it's got to be like a good one you know yeah. you're like you don't want to post some crappy first picture together and then facebook just keeps reminding you of it every 10 <laughs> years well we're still meeting each other's friends so i don't i want to look you know you well, want, yeah, you want us thing. to look because everyone's gonna judge oh god do you have a boyfriend or girlfriend that let's look at her right and then they'll just go creep on some of my friends are like, I went and looked at her page and really stalked her. That's <laughs> what a weird Facebook world we live in. I'm sure friends did the same thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They go. I'm so sure my mom did it. Yeah. My mom used to start social media accounts just to see what you see stuff like that. Yeah. I think that's why she got on Instagram originally. Wasn't even to see Heidi, which she probably just uh, saw her on Facebook. I think she started an Instagram account to see Brian's oh, ex-wife. ex-wife. <laughs> Cause she was just curious about her. Cause she's like this <laughs> British celebrity or whatever. That was a weird point in our lives. Yeah. Never marry for fame. Our friend Brian one time, we love him, but it was the douchiest thing he ever said. <laughs> At one point he's like, my next girlfriend's going to be verified on Twitter <laughs> and he'll never live that down. He'll, he'll probably deny it to this day, but me and Andrew <laughs> remember that. And then he started dating this girl from London who was on the voice yeah. But she was verified on Twitter, and he thought she was kind of famous, but she wasn't really. I mean, it just depends. Well, I guess she are. was London famous, yeah. but 
I don't know why we don't have to throw. We don't have to get bus. into all that. <laughs> but neither say it didn't work. <laughs> it's over now, and everybody's never happy marry for a Twitter check mark. Do it for love. <laughs> Do it for an Instagram check yeah. mark. That was the time we didn't even get to go to the wedding. You at least got to go to the wedding. We well, no, no, I went to the the reception, but not oh the yeah, wedding. nobody got to go to the wedding. Yeah. Well, I think we were supposed to go to the wedding, but that was the night we saw the guy get murdered, and we were in the police station till nine a.m. That story took a turn. <laughs> yeah. I think that was a sign from God saying Brian shouldn't get married. He tried it. <laughs> that would be a great, that would be, what a flimsy marriage that would be if you were like, hey, there was a murder last night in the vicinity <laughs> of where we are. I don't think we should do this. Well, if they would have had a real wedding, like, there's so much wrong with that relationship. They just did, like, the courthouse. We didn't know if she had to stay in this country or who knows about it but anyway if they would have had a real wedding me and jeff would have been groomsmen i assume and we wouldn't have made it because we were stuck at the police station well you got out by what time were you out we got out at like 9 30 or 10 and you would have made it well maybe but we'd have to well yeah i guess unless you had to travel or something but yeah jeff had to go to chicago we were in the police station saying hey we got to get out go to a wedding they don't care at all no no the police do not care. Not when a, there's a murder. OJ tried that. <laughs> like, hey, my friend's getting married. You got to let me out of here. Speaking of bad relationships. Yeah. <laughs> That's OJ. a sign that it's not meant to be. I wonder if OJ's girl waited for him. Is OJ here in Vegas? OJ's here in Vegas. I don't know. We didn't he see came him. Out. When he came out of prison, he was around all the time. And then and then I think he's got a little backlash. Well, he's looking for the real killer. He's busy. <laughs> <laughs> that joke he's will got go the on charts. forever. He's got the red string. That's the thing I was thinking about. If I saw OJ, I'd be like, "That's OJ. I should get a picture with him." You can't do it. And then I'd be, but then you're what like, "What are you gonna do with that?" Post it on Instagram, like I do with my pink picture. No, I don't know. No, you can't. People would crush you. Yeah, I think. I didn't think about it though. Yeah. Because he's still a little OJ, and then you're like, "Oh no, he's OJ." He's a, he's all the other OJ. Yeah. Once you become. A murderer it cancels out your... But he is one of the most famous people of all time. Yeah, so it's like... Well, that's a good question. Because people do... If you get famous enough, even if it's for why you're bad, yeah, maybe people want a picture. If you post a picture with OJ, what's the ratio? How many likes versus how many comments like that's messed up? That's a great question. I think you get a lot of likes because people just... Like you said, it's a knee-jerk reaction. Like, oh, there is Brant with a famous person. That's a like, right? Yeah. But then there's going to be a lot of people who go, dude, why are you... Well, there's going to be... First of all, there's going to be a lot of shitty jokes on the comments. But if you post a picture with OJ, I don't know. I guess I would just like it. I'd have questions. I'd say, what's it like to meet OJ? I mean, like, where were you? What he said? Are you okay? (laughs) Can you... Did you ask him anything? Like... Yeah, he's probably got to hate it. People probably hit him with that. You looking for the real killer? Mm-hmm. Well, maybe I'll see him tonight at the Knights game. <laughs> he's the exact diversion I need. <laughs> Trying to sneak in, right? If hey, OJ, OJ. <laughs> <laughs> you should just try that anyway. You Is that OJ just, Simpson? Just look for a guy. Just wait, wait, because th- you know how you said you can kind of go in, but then yeah. they check your ticket later. So just wait for a guy who's like in his fifties, black, bald, <laughs> with a hat on, with a hat on. Like, Is that OJ? And then 
Not even is it that you got to be definitive. OJ like, Simpson. OJ Simpson, and then everyone's gonna turn. You, you go. That's a good strategy. That's like what magicians do. It's misdirection. <laughs> the OJ. All right, I'll try it. I mean, it can't hurt. Yeah. People, that's a great question. I don't know. I think men. Like, is there anybody? Well, that I think about that with the president too, like because everybody would want I mean, a picture I, with a president. But I, I think. I, You'd get more hate. It's a great question because at least I would, and the people who. But you don't, you don't, you don't get to circle. meet a president a lot. In well, life, like if you were, so if you meet some of these guys who turn down the trip, because that's when it comes up the most, right? Yeah, it's like if the you athletes got invited. get invited after winning the Super Bowl or whatever, and the people who turn it down, like Steph Curry. I mean, he knows he's probably gonna. He met Barack Obama. Well, he's already he went been to the in the White, White House. House. Yeah. that's an easy. See, that's one. the thing. If he invited me to the White House. I don't like Trump, but I'm like, I don't know. The I'm not going to get too many invitations by an active president to, to go, go to, the, to White the White House. House. So yeah. I don't know if you, I mean, I'm not, I don't, I mean, I'm not political and I mean, I just don't like him. So I don't, I'm not a big take a stand. I take a stand on shit I care about, which is so dumb compared to, I should be taking a stand against Trump. But if Trump, if I saw Trump like in the hallway right here, I yeah, would have to. Question. I would have to like shake his hand. I think. Yeah. And say, "Hey, Mr. President." I don't know. I don't know. I know what I would do. I would. I would say, "Mr. President, it's nice to meet you." I take a picture with him. Yeah. Because I'm a hypocrite. Because I hate Reggie Miller, and one time, I I hated him. <laughs> I hated I like him so much. And Trump. And then I ended up in an elevator with him, and if I. I mean, I talked so much shit about him my whole life. Yeah. Then I end up in an elevator with him. And you know what I said? Hey, Reggie, big fan. Nice to meet you. <laughs> but <laughs> before, I was like, man, if I ever see Reggie Miller, I'll say, you pussy, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I think in the moment. I think I'd snub him. Who? The Trump. press? Yeah. I, I actually believe you. I think I'd But snub I don't think him. most people would. And I think there's, there's other people I would, too. Like, because uh, there's people I talk bad about who I would do what you did with Reggie Miller, you know, because mm-hmm. why I don't like Reggie Miller. If I didn't like Reggie, I, I don't like him. He's like a bad broadcaster is the main reason why I don't like him. <laughs> I don't, I would go whatever. It's a stupid reason to not like the person. Yeah. You know what I mean, like, well, it's just in reality, he's probably a good dad yeah. or whatever. So I can be nice to him, you know, but like, if like Howard Schultz, if I saw him and I really would tell him like, you suck for selling the socks. Awesome. I'm never going to go to Star, even though I've been to Starbucks a couple times since then. This right? week. <laughs> it's like the only place in the whole the stratosphere. It's like being on an island. You should just like throw green paint on them or something. Yeah, see, I'm just too much of a coward. Be legendary, though. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I'm not into confrontation really anyway. And I, you know, we're not famous at all. We're comedians. But I inspired it. I don't know. You know, if you get popular, I'd hate that. You know the problem with the, like, if I was going to throw green paint on Howard Schultz now, mm-hmm. it's too far away from my what? cause. Yeah, it's yeah, been too long. True. So they'd be like, why'd you do that? And like, <laughs> well, you know, the Sonics, they stole the Sonics. He sent them to Oklahoma City, and they go, well, that's why you're, you're still hung up on that. Yeah. Like, people don't understand holding on to it that long. If I was going to do it, I should have done it right away. But Holding now, on to Yeah, especially when you were younger. It wouldn't be not worth married a and night in jail. And then Heidi might divorce me. And, <laughs> and Heidi would have sex with someone else if I you were know. in jail for more than two days. Karen would be mad. Your mom would be really mad. 
She wouldn't do that. She would wait two days. I'm but the, sure. my counterpoint is you do it now because there's GoFundMes and shit. And then everybody in Seattle would pay your oh, legal I'd make my fees bail. and make your bail. If you do it back then, you don't even get that much press, but you're a legend yeah. in your own circles. GoFundMes kind of changed the world. You can really take some chances and take a, a stance. I never thought about how much crime GoFundMe is probably inspiring out there because <laughs> people think they're going to make their bail. <laughs> no, that's just the dumb way I think. When I think sometimes I want to take a stand against somebody like that. Like, if I, like I remember he was doing a book signing at... Uh, so if you guys don't know who this is, Howard Schultz, he owned Starbucks. Andrew's from Seattle's favorite team, the Seattle Supersonics. He sold that team to Oklahoma City, broke Andrew's heart. So Murray's doing like a book signing at a Sam's Club. And I was like, I'll just go in there with a can of paint or something when I get near him and just throw it on him or whatever. Then I'd get arrested. Right. But then all the Seahawks fans would, they, then you make a GoFundMe. My bail would probably be $800. I'd probably make. 70,000 on GoFundMe. Right. It would have been a business deal. <laughs> That's good. Man, you just came up with a new business plan. Yeah. That's what we do from now on. You know, remember that movie like Dirty Work and they mm-hmm. would like solicit they would do the Dirty Work, Norm McDonald's funny yeah. movie. So it's Revenge for Hire, but instead what we do, we do it on spec. Yeah. So like we go out and commit revenge no, we're not going to kill anybody, but like throwing paint on somebody. Yeah. But we know it'll get a lot of, and then we just pocket the difference on the bail charges. Yeah, like if you like if that Starbucks did something racist, it would well, it would help if we were black. Like when the Starbucks was mean <laughs> to black people. Yeah, and then we just threw. But like we a, could hire, you know, it's, we threw we could a organize. brick through their window or something, or we yeah. chainsawed down their sign, or we got more creative. You need a creative vandalize where it gets right. pressed for. You fuck some shit up, but you did it in a right. funny way. But you're not supposed to do that. Then you get but arrested. For justice. But then you then you get arrested, and then you post that GoFundMe to bail you out. And then you then the next thing you know, you make all this money. <laughs> I love it. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. I told you. Well, I'm, I I can't give away my movie plots, but that's for another time. It's for another time. You'll have to listen. What, uh, slip so up. wait, you're going now to the airport from here? Going I straight gotta, to the airport and going home. I gotta hope I can get a flight. I mean, get a keep this room. The problem with my theory, though, is when I leave this room now to go live my day, I come back. The key's not gonna work. Right. How do you do that? Can you like leave it? Properly? I could. I mean, if I didn't have my computer and stuff in here, because like you why could just you leave your bags, door. Why don't you leave it propped open? But leave your bag bags down at, the, at uh, or anything valuable. Put it down at a baggage claim. Yeah, the coat check. Yeah, I think I'll just call down and say, "Give me this room. Let me get this room." Because it's been this is a shitty room too, because it's right by construction. Yeah. And my toilet leaks. There's always a puddle in my bathroom. There you go. They give me a handicap room. They should. They got to be better. This is a handicap room. Yeah, because I have a shower. I have a walk-in shower. Oh, okay. No tub. Who takes a bath at a hotel? I can't imagine. Well, at my unless other, it's like one of those ones that's like standalone. It's like meant to be. Actually, at the MGM, that they give me a big suite and it has an incredible bathtub, and I'm always like, I am getting in this bathtub. Never yeah. do. <laughs> Never once. <laughs> Just throw towels in there. But th- like uh, this little bath. Can you imagine that? Nah, I don't know. Was Heidi because that's where I, I would never take a bath. 
Sometimes she takes a bath at our house, but I just don't like the idea of like, especially at a hotel where it's a bath and shower. So like you're just sitting on where everybody's feet go. Oh yeah, that's true. I don't like that. Yeah. That's the key. I never take a bath in a place that has a shower attached. Yeah. But if there's no shower head up there, I haven't taken a, when's the last time you take a bath? Eight years old or something? Yeah. I I can't (laughs) tell you. I can't even tell you. But we're going when we go to London, Heidi mm-hmm. and I. We got these places in the Cotswolds over there in like the English countryside. This uh-huh. little, uh, it's not like a bed and breakfast. It's like a hotel, but it's kind of like a bed and breakfast. And they have these rooms with those like big standalone clawfoot tubs. Oh that was wow! A big selling point. So I'll probably take a bath then. Oh, that's cool. In the Cotswolds. You know what? Last well, I guess it was like a hot tub. One time, my girlfriend and I they had. I got this suite. Actually, she got it for me. One time I got it by myself, which is weird, but one time she got it, and then there was a stairs. So you walk up the stairs. You'd walk up like 10 stairs, and then there was a hot tub right there, and then you, next, then there's 10 more stairs up to the – so like you see what I'm saying? There's a hot tub in the staircase. Seems like a safety issue. It probably was. It wasn't good, <laughs> but it was cool. So wait, you'd walk upstairs. You, so, you, so, so there's like a landing. There's like a there's landing, a hot tub. but in that landing, there's a hot tub. Wow. So it was weird. Did you use it? Yeah. And then the water went all out and messed everything up. But then another yeah, time. Seems very predictable. But then another time I got, it's just at a weird hotel, and I got a room on Hotels Tonight, and then they gave it to me again, thinking they were hooking me up. But I was all about myself, and it just made me miss my girlfriend that we were no longer together. Oh, I know. Every Having time, a honeymoon suite without a girl is, like, depressing. And that's a – man, that always happens in comedy. Every time I bring Heidi somewhere, yeah, it's this shithole. <laughs> the worst, they put you up in just some dumb re- – or not even a shithole, but just, like, a Hampton yeah. Inn or whatever. It's nothing exciting. <laughs> but then when you're, when you're by yourself, you'll just have these – for one night, you can barely even enjoy it. It's just these incredible yeah. giant. That's always when you get those is when you can't really share it with anybody. It sucks. Yeah. One time me and Justin were driving to LA from Vegas in the middle of the night and we got tired. We're like, we shouldn't risk this. Like, let's just get a hotel room. It's not worth it. So we check in at like two in the morning. This guy's like, we got one room and it was this incredible honeymoon suite with like the big heart bed, <laughs> uh, the hot tub in the room. And we just had to, you know, who's still making those heart beds. The, this is, like, this is in Barstow, California is why, but yeah, but it's hard. You know how dudes, when you sleep in a bed with another dude and then you each sleep on a side. Yeah. Like, like I'm sure women know this or everyone listening, but like if I slept with Andrew on a king size bed, there's four people could fit in between us because dudes right. just stay You're uncomfortable to about, the yeah, edge. Right. But it was so much harder in a heart bed because our feet were meant to touch at the bottom, even <laughs> if we stayed on our side, you know. <laughs> the bed brought our feet together. Right. Oh, that's kind of sweet, actually. Hey, that's part of friendship. All right, man. All right, man. This I'm week, guys, airport. we got a lot more going on next week. Next week is mother and mother-in-law week. I know. We got Because my mom will be staying at my house, which is going to be weird. And you have the first big re-meeting of your mother and mother-in-law. I know. So cross your fingers, so, everybody. I'm sorry if this one was a little slow for you guys. You guys are probably like, we get to hear their crazy Vegas shit. And we just ate buffets and went to sleep like old dudes. 
It's pretty predictable, but, honestly. But yeah, yeah, we knew it was coming. But all right, guys, thanks for listening. Tell your friends. We will see you. You'll be a lot. I'll be back in Denver. You'll be in L.A. next week. I'll be. I'm. I might be in Seattle next week because I get on the. I'm doing the Seattle to Alaska. Oh shit! Cruises, but we'll figure it out. We'll figure it we'll out. We'll make it. Your happen. mom might be back on to tell us. Oh, yeah, she likes or hates sex. <laughs> Stay tuned. Oh, God. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>